Okay, taking your calls this morning on the morning buzz. You got Donkey and the Muppet. Uh, Muppet, keep it down. Okay, we're going to get to your calls. First call, you're up. Hey, my car's been making noise for a week. It hasn't broken down or anything. Uh, What should I do? Dude, it sounds like someone's got themselves a little bit of car trouble. That's definitely the defibrillator. That's the defibrillator. Okay, seems like Muppet's character (laughs) is a a drunk guy. Well, I'll say this. Uh, it doesn't sound like the car is exactly running great, so I would say... Uh, Replace the catheter. Hey, hey, well, what are you doing calling us? You should be calling AAA. Woo-woo-woo-woo. Okay, next call, you're up. Hey, I'm having trouble with my boyfriend. He's just a, he's just a real bad guy. Whoa, trouble in paradise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, might want to just date me. The date... Uh, Date the Muppet instead. I, I gotta say, based on what I've gotten from Pretty the Muppet so guy. far, does not Pretty sound like a, does not sound like a, a great character. I, th- I think we're just getting to Single know you, Paul. and ready to mingle. As we're getting to know the Muppet here on the Morning Buzz, oh. and boy, I'll tell you, Muppet, do you have dating advice for him? Yeah, date me. Day all oh, the money. The Muppet is the Muppet's I looking for action. Horny. The Muppet is looking for action. I'll say this: Hey, if there's trouble in paradise, then maybe go to Hawaii instead. Maybe, maybe, maybe go somewhere else. I agree. Okay, next caller. Okay, so my kid's birthday party is this weekend. He's turning one. How, how much money do I gotta spend on it? Cause it's not like the kid's gonna be able to remember it. I'll tell you what, so far what I've heard from the Muppet, I would put this one in the Muppet's hands. I would say you just have the Muppet plan the party and see what happens. That way, you're probably not going to get a lot of people coming to the party. Muppet seems like a real like a, a real uh, deterrent for having other people around. I'll, I'll, I'll give you one better. Here's a, here's a plan. You know what's free? Dropping the kid off at the fire station. Dro- oh, ooh. Hayden... How the Muppet is handling these callers. Thought this was going to be really, really light and fun, and we were going to goof around with callers. But, hey, maybe the Muppet's just having one of those more. You never know what you're going to get with Donkey and the Muppet here on the Morning Buzz. Okay, we promised, we teased it, we said that we would have this week's Where Y'all Sitting. We will take your calls on that. This week it is Where Y'all Sitting, a table with some tacos and ice cream, or a table with pizza and some apple crisp. Muppet, where are you sitting? Pizza and apple crisp. I'm going pizza and apple crisp all day. Apple crisp is unbelievable. Caller, where are you sitting? Hey, guys, I'm going with the pizza table, too. Oh, he's taking the pizza and apple crisp. Oh, I gotta say, oh, a tough break for the for the tacos and the and the ice cream so far because nobody wants it. It's like the Muppet on a Friday night hitting the Dayton scene. Everyone's Ooh. saying we're staying away. That cuts deep. Change your ways, Muppet. Why did you? Why was this the character that you chose, Muppet? Could have been so. You could have been a real ladies' man. You could have been a playboy. You could have done whatever. You could have been a philanthropist. You are. You're being being a real sack of it, Muppet. Taking the road less traveled. Okay, hey, you know what? Just be yourself, and that's what the Muppet's doing. Muppet, you're very brave. We're going to call you Brave Muppet. Not sure how my voice became a little bit of a southern accent, but we're going to get to the next caller. Hey, caller, we asked the last caller, and we're asking this caller, where are y'all sitting? A table with some tacos and ice cream, or a table with pizza and some apple crisp? You're on with Donkey and the Muppet. Tacos. Oh, he's taking the tacos. Taking the tacos. Now, caller, let me ask you, is this because of the tacos or is it because the ice cream or is it because you got some sort of allergy where you can't have what's in the apple cup? We, we lost it. Yeah, we, we let him go. Caller, call back. You can give your information and we'll send you the prize. All right, next caller, where are y'all sitting? Table with some tacos and ice cream or a table with pizza and some apple crisp? 
Hey guys, so so how much apple crisp are we talking? Like 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 what's the ratio? Just like a normal normal amount of apple crisp. You're not getting a whole tray of apple crisp. What are we, what are we, we made of money here? You got you got the 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 the, the muppet. He's been he's living out in his car. You think we got money to give you a whole tray full of apple crisp? No, you're getting a couple of slices of pizza and a normal amount of apple crisp. Now what about ice cream? Does it come with ice cream? And no ice cream. No, you want ice cream? You got to go to that other table, the one with the tacos. Is it cheese pizza or is there pepperoni on? No topping. No toppings on the on the pizza. All right, you, you know what? The phone lines are lighting up. It look, looks like a lot of people are saying they did not know that this pizza was just cheese. I don't see what the problem is with just cheese pizza. Every now and then, especially if it's a Sicilian slice, you get yourself a sliced pizza with no toppings. If you got that sweet sauce, that's all the, that's all the, the topping you need. Anytime anybody mentions pizza, it should automatically be cheese. Oh, I think that that's... is the gold standard. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sounds like we got to this week's Donkey and the Muppet Fight of the Week. I disagree with that. I'll tell you, I'd say that a generic slice of pizza might add some pepperoni on I'm not going crazy. I'm not going anchovies. In fact, I don't understand. Anchovies are the most talked about uh, pizza topping that is never a topping on pizzas. That's no true. one gets anchovies. I've never seen anchovies but on when, pizza. Wait, wait, when somebody has pepperoni, they say pepperoni pizza. When you, say, when you say pizza, it's always cheese. Okay, uh, we're getting questions. Is there a third table with maybe a pepperoni pizza and some sort of less? Okay, callers, we'll give you a third table. There's a bonus where y'all sitting. A bonus table that has pepperoni pizza, but in one granola bar. That's the other thing Ugh. you get. So you want to wash down that pizza with a granola bar? Didn't think so. All right, caller, you're up. Where are y'all sitting? One of those two. Hello? I really like that granola bar. He's taking the granola bar. That is a surprise. Blow it up. Oh, man. Okay, well, we're going to hit a break here on the Morning Buzz. We'll be right back with Donkey and the Muppet. Brunch. Hit it, boys. Welcome to a somber episode of Brunch, where we're recording this on Thursday, September 12th, September 12th, uh, the birthday of the late, late Paul Walker. Just let's take a moment to reflect on Paul and Miss Paul and really let Paul know how much we love him in silence.
Okay. Hey, it, not, not, not yet. Not yet. Paul, please respect Paul. Happy 46th birthday, Paul. We miss you. Thank you. Thank you for Thank you for reflecting on Paul with us and thinking about Paul with us. Paul, of course, no longer with us. Dead. He, he died. He gone. Uh Paul, uh, we know you're we dead. know you're we know you're gone. Pretty dead. Completely. 
All right, let's hit a sponsor. This episode is brought to you in part by Hims, a wellness brand for men. You've heard us talking about Hims and how they're helping look guys look they best. And if you haven't yet, it's time to see what they're all about. Guys have problems. Guys got a lot of problems. Can confirm. Unless they have daughters, apparently. Oh, that's if true. You that have makes a you daughter, exempt of everything. If you have a daughter, you get could. Out of, get out of jail free card. Didn't know that. Here's, here are some other problems that men have. 66% of men start to lose their hair by age 35. Once you've noticed thinning hair, it can be too late. Is that hairline slowly starting to move backward? You got that end-of-career Jerry Rice look going on. No one wants that. You see him bald spots there. You got that end-of-career... You got that middle-of-career Blake Bortles look going on. No one wants that. Best way to prevent more hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some. Still got some hair and still got some time. Mm. Because, folks, we don't know what's going to happen. We're not... We can't tell you. Get that beginning of career Austin Matthews look. Yeah. It's time to get a handle on those precious locks. I ask you, you want that bald spot to pop up and your hairline to keep receding, or you want to do something about it first? Guys are always turned into weird solutions, or they do nothing when they can turn to medicine and science. And when you say, give me an example of a weird solution, sure, I'll give you an example of a weird solution. (laughs) Snake oil. How about you didn't see that one coming? I'll give you a, I'll do you one better. Give me another one. Gas station supplements. Ugh. Gas station supplements and snake oil. We've never talked about that. Ugh. Well, here's a better solution. Forhims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. So, look, you're probably thinking, I'm lukewarm on this read so far. That's because I haven't motivated you yet. Here's where I'm going to motivate you. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. That means no snake oil. That means no gas station counter supplements. What are you, a minor league baseball player? Get the heck out of here. It's prescription solutions backed by science. Hims was created by a guy, actually, who knows some men's health conversations are easier online than in person. Sometimes when you got to articulate what's wrong with you, it's a little weirder. Me personally, I'm going to disagree with the read and say I would much rather say something than type it into something. But then again, everything's listening now. That's true. You like to stay off the grid. It's Right. It's all out there anyway. So anyway, there's no more awkward (laughs) in-person doctor's visits or long pharmacy lines. You're going to be connected to real doctors online, which could save you hours. That's where... That's where I'm in total agreement with the read. Like, you want to talk about saving time? Hims got you. Setting up a doctor's appointment is Nightmare. more painful than whatever brings you to the doctor. So you answer a few quick questions, doctor will review, and then if they determine it's right for you, they'll prescribe you with medication to treat your hair loss, and it'll be shipped directly to your door. Get the hair loss treatment everyone's talking about. GQ, Men's Health, Esquire, Playboy, Brunch, everyone. So order now. Our listeners can get started with the Hims Complete Hair Kit for just $5 today while supplies last. And it's subject to a doctor's approval. See website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy somewhere else. Go to forhimscom slash brunch. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash brunch. forhimscom slash brunch. So we're... Uh, I don't know exactly the time. I'm not looking at the. We don't have a big uh, clock in here like a radio station 
or a, a TV studio, I would assume that we're like 25 minutes into the episode before having really done anything of substance for the episode. That's got to be a new record. Uh, I don't know. I think we've definitely like gone full episodes without doing anything of substance. Right. That's true. There was the episode we were just talking about where like we just it was just such a blah episode, so we just made every single line uh, like the open and then played the <laughs> intro that after. Was so good. That, and that ended up being such a great episode. Yeah. Brunch! Hit it, boys! Uh, can I tell you something? What? I think Lana Del Rey might be having a moment. She's having yeah. a moment for me. Yeah, I mean, like, I haven't listened to that album yeah, well, a second of yeah. the album, yeah. but I just see people just, talking about but her. But just off a of feel. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like, like general a, vibe. People are vibing on Lana Del Rey. Seems like maybe she's having a moment. Yeah. I, have listened, I haven't gotten through the whole album way too long. Lana Del Rey, man. How but, many songs? But, but it's, it's uh, I don't know, but it's an hour and seven minutes long. Well, I, I will tell you, the one thing that I have seen about this album is her going after a critic on Twitter and, like, giving, like, a real mean response really? to, I guess, and, like, and people defended the critic because it's, like, one of the top music critics in the game, mm -hmm. and she made, like, a very constructive, very, like, uh, supposedly accurate statement about one of her songs and she got and Lana Del Rey got real defensive and was like, by the way, you're wrong. And also, I've never had a persona. I've never felt the need to have a persona. I'm just me. And hey, guess what? Nope. Well, that's, that's the wrong. biggest lie in the world. <laughs> yeah. You are legitimate like the other Father John Misty. Didn't didn't she come up as like a I, I remember uh, Martin Rickman from Up Rocks when we were at uh Lollapalooza. We had like a whole conversation she's about Lana like Del Rey. She's like the Katy Perry thing, where she's like uh, Katy Perry, Jessica Simpson, where like she's done, she's done it in different avenues. Where like, like right. Katy Perry was like a gospel singer, and yeah, then they were yeah. like, "Yo, like that's we're not going to make money. Do this instead." Right. Uh, Jessica Simpson was a Christian artist, and they were like, "Yo, that's not going to make us money. Do this thing instead." Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, not even, not even like, even if that is the case. She's had different aliases and like names that she's gone by. So you've gone by different personas. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know about that. But I just know that to say I don't have a persona. There's not like an act or a vibe I put out there. Uh, politely, get the hell out of here. <laughs> right. You so do that. That is like that's like what makes you you. Right. And that's like and like that's not to say that that it's a bad thing or no. a negative thing. Like good for you. You're you talking found a couple something of misty stands to, here <laughs> right. where like the. Like that, what, find whatever you can capitalize on and nail it and you're clearly doing that so good for you but don't deny that you're doing it yeah i started listening to her album the other day uh one because a friend was like hey what do you think of this album i don't think it's as good as everyone else does and that piqued my interest because i was like "Ooh, an opportunity to say that something jack antonoff did wasn't that good did he do um, lana del rey he produced this Ooh. one yeah um and the other one was uh, I briefly saw on the Father John Misty Reddit. It was since taken down because I think the uh, the Emma Tillman Instagram debacle oh, no. may have uh, may have been like an awakening for Father John Misty fans to uh, please pr give some privacy. But uh, somebody posted on the Father John Misty Reddit like. Congrats to Josh and Elma and Emma uh, on their new edition. And there was like a picture that they posted too of there was like an, a Getty image of Emma Tillman at something like very pregnant, and it was basically like we've pieced it together. They had a baby. Congratulations to them. And somebody else, uh, I think Jason Isbell said during one of the shows, like congratulations to Josh, whatever. Anyway, I'm pretty sure Josh Tillman just had a kid. 
So I'm probably not getting any new music soon. Yeah, that's very disappointing. So I'm like, I need something to fill. <laughs> very disappointing. Yes. Way, way, way to go, you couple of jerks. <laughs> yeah. um, way to blow it. So selfishly, uh, I was like, man, I might not be getting like the, the music from Father John Misty at the rate at which he generally churns it out. Maybe he's going to take like a... I don't know, like sabbatical. a little, little – it's called paternity leave, <laughs> yeah. but yes. It's called a sabbatical. Whatever, whatever it's you want to call it. Sub- subdatical. So, yeah, it's going to take a subdatical. And uh, I was like, all right, well, if anything's going to fill the moody uh, space of music that a lot of people are more than okay saying, I'm sure it's good, but I just don't get it. Shut the fuck up about this artist, please. Lana Del Rey's got to be – Lana Del Rey might be number one on that list. No, it's like Father her and Misty. Misty. Yeah. yeah, but like her, like her and Misty are the only people that occupy that space. The National might be up there. The National just sucks. But right, yeah. But I'm like, just like <laughs> yeah. I just know the National's not good. Yeah, uh, Lana Del Rey is a lot more accessible than Misty. Yeah, she's right. She's, she's like some. She's whatever percentage of pop. She's more of it than Father John Misty is. I would agree with that. And she right. She's got some. She's just got a bunch of songs that like. You can put this on around people and without right. feeling <laughs> like nobody, you're forcing like, what the hell, right? Like you're forcing <laughs> the music that you want to listen to on somebody else. So I checked out the album. Uh, I listened to most of it, uh, and I like I'm going to like this album. I'm okay. going to listen to it a lot. It's kind of rambly, but that's Lana Del Rey, and uh, there. So far, I caught one Father John Misty reference. I'm told there are more. Really. Yeah, those two are thick as thieves. Okay. I think I think that they know that like, hey, uh, it's you existing helps my brand, and okay. me existing helps your was brand. She, am I wrong? Was she like in a video or something that he had done? He the music video for Freak uh, is just like Tillman porn. Okay, I don't know if like they're doing stuff together, but it's like a very sexy video, and it involves. Uh, Josh Tillman, you'll forgive me for forgetting whether or not she was in it because it had Josh <laughs> right. Tillman in it and it was a sexy ass video. Okay. Maybe you want, want to take a little break and watch it? Sure. Let's watch it. Told you, sexy. <laughs> he looks so much older than her, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, she's very pretty. It's basically Josh Tillman and Lana Del Rey acting how you assume they act based on their music.
She references like having sex a lot in her music. Not like sex. Is this still recording? Yeah. Yeah. She references uh she references having sex more than most artists. A lot of artists reference sex, but she references having sex. Interesting. She'll say like man like one of the songs starts with like man, like you were fucking me so good. <laughs> okay. And you see, like I, I think that like for a lot of artists like that, it's sort of it's sort of like an art form to avoid explicitly st- saying that you're having sex. Right, right. To be like, I think she's kind of cheating there. Baby, let's make love. <laughs> or like just like like metaphors, a lot of yeah. metaphors and stuff, or a lot of like wordplay or double entendres. Right. She's just she, like, we were having sex she, in the kitchen. Right. <laughs> Also, this is very on brand because she is extremely in this music video, and you did not remember that. I, <laughs> just him. I just remembered 10 minutes of Misty. I think that the shirts come off. Ooh. Or at least one of the shirts. That's a guy like a Midsommar vibe. Yeah, I was actually going to say that. Like, he did drugs mm. and, and just entered Midsommar zone. It's like a lot of white. Yep. And uh, blonde... Blonde ladies, yeah, very Swedish. A lot of white uh, beards, one beard. This is like uh, those terrible videos of like so and so watches something for the first time, and it's yes. someone you've never heard of being like, "All right, so I've never heard Bohemian Rhapsody before, and I'm going to listen to the song, let you uh, let you know what I think." It's like one. How do I know you have never heard right. Bohemian Rhapsody before? I mean. But this is better because you can't you can't tell what we're reacting to. Right. So you're totally lost. <laughs> There's just music playing in the background. Right. And it's us. Right. So we're better than those people. And those people, they do it because they care what you think. Right. We do not care. Yes, this is for us. Right. Let's see. Oh, there's All right, feet. Now, now we got a We got this is what is this directed by Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> What do you think that drink is? It's like a... I don't know, but I bet it has pubes in it. Ooh, yeah. If we're, if we're heading... Oh, it's heading it's red. So Somarville. Probably period blood. She's got great lips. I mean, that's just her thing. Yeah, so I was saying uh, I didn't realize that, I, that she was this good looking. Like, I knew she was attractive, yeah. but she's very, very good looking. Yeah. Very, very distinct look. She has okay. like that that like always sort of sedated kind of hot. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, we saw her at Lollapalooza and that's what she, she was like, like not a lot of mu- not a lot not a lot of movement, just like very chilled out and standing right. still. Which like that would have been fine at like a five o'clock or six o'clock performance. Right, but we're trying this to get is hype. a headliner. Yeah. We're trying to we're trying to get hype. Yeah. Okay. Uh are they kissing? Yeah, it looks like it. He's married. Ooh. I wait. This can't be the Canceled. the extent of it. I was positive shirts come off. Well, there's yeah. Like, we there's are like not seven minutes through. left. Okay, so. good. Just because the music has stopped does not mean I'm loving that top on her. I could see somebody getting like married in that top in like a very casual uh, marriage setting. Maybe. I mean, they, they very well could be getting married here. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Uh, 
So that's so now there's water. I remembered Misty underwater. I thought there was no shirt, man. I I need to lose that shirt. Josh. Yeah, if he's if he's keeping the shirt on, then I am out. Right. Lana underwater looks very pretty. That's how you know, man. Well, we're going to talk about it too coming up. There's a uh, there's just a, a very touching like swamp water kiss scene. <laughs> That movie sucked. We're going to get to it, but... Oh boy. Now they're underwater. Josh is, like, fighting to... No, is that not Josh? No, that's one of the women. She doesn't have a beard. <laughs> Did he just... His beard just fell off in the water? Could. Is that how beards work? I would Rinsed know. off. Yeah. Okay, so neither of these people are... Josh Tillman or I am out losing interest. Right. Now we're... Wait, the... No. Is there a fast-forward option on this YouTube video? Is there a, a... There is a one and a half speed, right? Can you do that? Let's see. I don't think you can do that on YouTube videos, can you? Playback speed. Let's wow. see what this... I want to get even crazier. Double time? Yeah. I didn't realize that this was a thing. Oh, it's way druggier when you speed it up. This video has 28.5 million views. That's how many people are trying to see, trying to find <laughs> out whether or not the Miss Man is losing his shirt. It off. Uh, I think the person on the right, I believe. I think that is uh, Emma Tillman. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better. Like, let me. Uh, she approved this. Let me uh, search the the comments. See if anybody's like Emma. Control F. Emma, get nothing. I'm gonna do. Could wife, just be making that up. Get nothing. Mm. Give it the, oh, all right. So here's now. Josh is back. That, yeah, that's for sure, Emma. Does he have a shirt on? Oh, he's kept his shirt on oh. the entire time. This is a false advertisement if I've ever seen it. Man, that beard flopping around underwater. You owe me uh, an apology. So you know what? That actually, that was very accidentally. That was like a Lana Del Rey experience, listening experience. You're just like, this is okay. Yeah. What is this? I was, I was, what just, we, I was waiting for right, like um, the payoff. Right. Didn't get it. Yeah. I, I've, n I've not been a, a big Lana Del Rey fan to this point in her career, but this, uh, this album is, uh, is good. It's got, uh, a sub it covers uh, Sublime. And what song? Totally unnecessary. Doing time. Hmm. Totally unnecessary. It sound. It's it a great Sublime song. It comes out of left field. Like we get it, Lana. You're from California. We couldn't tell from everything about you that you were from right. California. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's. She it's, actually strikes me as somebody who could be from like the Midwest, who moves to California. 
Right, and then like and like is like I'm it. from California. Totally. I bet that I bet there's actually like a 60/40 chance that's the case. Let's see where she's from. Let's find out her real name while we're at it. Find out who you really are, Lana. Elizabeth Woolridge Grant. She's uh, definitely of course, from the Midwest. And she's from New York. Oh, damn it. Uh, it's, probably, just, it's probably upstate New York, though. Basically the same thing as the Midwest. Oh, I bet. Yes, I would agree. She's from upstate New York. Let's see. Uh, New York City, New York. Really? Wow. We really... She uh, grew up in Lake Placid. Okay. That's in the... That's it up there. Right. That is... That's... I mean, it's not... It ain't. It's not the Midwest, but... Right. <laughs> But now she lives in Venice Beach and... Yeah, I've never seen that, actually. Uh, on her Wikipedia page, it says, born in New York City, and then under that, residence, Venice Beach. Let's see if So they just have to, like, stick it in your face. That uh, Yeah, the California connection you're looking for, there it is. Let's see where... Yeah, Missy doesn't get that. He just gets origin. Rockville. Yeah, he, he doesn't even get born. He just gets origin. <laughs> really? Well, that's because he, he wasn't like, born. He, right. he was just dropped yes, on this just planet. Like, he that was first perfect. seen walking around <laughs> yeah. Rockville, Maryland, if you know what that is. Also, I said that he looks so much older than her. Uh, she's 34 and he's 38. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I well, guess that it I think he's done more stuff. That's true. Yes, he's aged him. <laughs> yes. He's aged himself far more. Uh, shall we talk about it too? Yes, but first. Uh, you know what's important? Protein. Not it, too. Not not it, too. But protein. Protein is very important in my life. It's important to a, having a healthy lifestyle, whether you're trying to build muscle, whether you're trying to lose weight, while you're, whether you're trying to get your nutrition on track. Protein is a big component of that. But with hundreds of crazy brands out there, it can be impossible to find a protein with clean ingredients that you know is right for your body and your goals and, your, and tastes great. It's a very difficult process to find something that checks all those boxes. But guess what? Not anymore, because Gainful exists. Yo, Gainful. Gainful. Gainful delivers personalized protein powder straight to your door. Me and DJ, we're both on Gainful. Both, we're, we're both, both, Gainful we're both guys. doing the Gainful yeah, now. Honestly. Uh, and that is, that is no lie. They've sent uh, their easy-to-take quiz, which basically asks you sort of like what you're looking for. It, it, it wants to know like what your, your body type is, what your what your goal body type is, sort of like when you want to take your protein, how you want to take your protein, if you've got any aversions, things like that. It's very quick, and it only takes a few minutes, and it gives you a very personalized protein blend that is perfect for what you want and what you need. So they sent us uh, our own protein things. How, does, how did yours go? Good. I re- received it. That's good. <laughs> That's very good. Have you tried it yet? The sending one? Yes. The sending went great. They you, you do the protein, then you put the little stick in, and then you shake it up in the the bottle they give you. I mean, that's not the battle, man. They give you one of those shaker bottles. They those gave things you a are shaker useful. bottle. Yeah. Did they? Yes. I'm very jealous. They gave me like a big ass box. Oh man. Yeah. I, I think this is the first time in podcast history that I've gotten gypped on the uh, on the care package. I think that it's because I I took too long to sign up though. They sent me like a rushed one. Uh, is that a problematic term I'm realizing now? What? Can we say that anymore? What? Probably not. Gypped. I don't I don't even know what like the I would think, origin like, is. I didn't either until you said I was like I wonder what gypped Oh, probably gypsies. Ooh. I got uh hosed. Right. Let's hosed. So, uh, Very good. Uh, translator and mark that down. Uh they sent, but I did get my personalized protein powder. It even has my name on it, which is very exciting. Yeah. Uh, what'd you get for for flavors? Because they have great flavors: peanut butter cup, 
strawberry milkshake. milkshake? Yep. Yeah. I got cookies and cream, strawberry milkshake, uh, a couple other ones. But man, if you are into the uh, into like the flavor situation, mm-hmm. they've got some really really good ones. And you can just do it as uh, as meal replacement. You don't even need to do it. I I've been uh, I've been sidelined. I've been unable to lift, get to the gym. I have what I'm guessing is a torn labrum, but I sure as heck am not paying to find out because going to the doctor. This might be another plug for hims. Going to the doctor and then getting bills later, even if you have insurance, sucks. Very bad. I'm overdoing that. I'm not going to the doctor anymore. Bring the doctor to you. So I'm pretty sure. With protein powder. It's been described to me that what I probably have is a torn labrum. Yikes. And I'm just going to. Take that to the grave. Yes. (laughs) All right. So anyway, it's not just for pounding after you lift or whatever. Just use it as meal replacement. And I'll tell you, using these proteins and shakes and stuff as meal replacement is a lot easier and a lot more doable, a lot more filling than it sounds. That is a personal experience testimony. There you go. And also with Gainful, you get free unlimited one-on-one access to your very own registered dietitian, which is very cool. So if you want to join me and DJ as, uh, as Gainful Dudes, we want you to get your own personalized protein powder, and you can do that by going to Gainful, uh, gainful.com slash brunch, and that'll get you $15 off your first month of your personalized protein powder. That's G-A-I-N-F-U-L dot com slash brunch. Gainful.com slash brunch. Go there, get $15 off your first month. Uh, it's very, very awesome. It too sucked. I was so mad going into that movie. You know when they say that uh, uh, like people who have anxiety and stuff shouldn't do certain drugs because you might start off on a bad trip? Yeah. Is your anxiety a three-hour movie? I so dreaded seeing that movie, and I so did not want to see that movie that like I started off that movie on a bad trip. Like I started off that movie already hating the movie. Yeah, I tried to I tried to not like go in with that and I think a big part of the reason that I didn't come away saying that like I absolutely hated my experience is that I saw it very early in the morning. I saw it at like eleven o'clock showing. Uh, so if it's a three o'clock movie, it doesn't ruin your entire day if you see it at eleven AM. I did a twelve thirty showing, so it starts at twelve fifty. Yep. So by the time it ends, it's two hours and forty nine minutes, you see. It's I don't know. I can't do the math. It's like 7.30, and I have to be <laughs> on in like uh, an hour and a half. So like I I went to a movie at 12.30 and immediately had to scramble to get to work after. Yeah, that's That is great. absurd. Yeah, so I, like, I, I saw it at a good time, and so that, I think that helped my experience, but I will still say not very good. And like I came away thinking that it was it was fine, but it has not aged well over the course of a week. Like – I can't even remember half the things that I saw in that movie a week ago, uh, and it is extremely forgettable. And I think that they dropped the ball. And like the the, the longer I sit with it, the worse uh, my reflection is on it. But I still don't think that I'm ready to say that it's horrible. Okay, you're going to need to help me with the names of the kids because there are seven. There's kids more kids in this I group. <laughs> there is, I uh, correct. I did not remember there being seven kids in this group. But they even kill one of them off right off the bat. And there's still too many of them. There's still too many of them. I'm like, yo, 
Uh, Bill and Ben were the two I determined did not need to be there anymore. But I forget. Ben is uh, the weight loss kid. Yep. And Bill is the kid who stutters. Yeah, he's like the main kid. Right. Uh, he does need to be there. Should have killed. <laughs> like, uh, should have killed him off too. He was the main kid in the first one. He's not so much. I, I would say right, that he's not all... as important in this one. It, like as they become adults, it's more of like a group effort. They take so long to do individual things with these six people. That in this two hour and forty nine hour hour movie, yes. it's two hours and forty nine hours. Seriously, it's fifty. It feels like it's fifty one hours. You go so long without seeing characters that you lose track of them because there are seven of these stupid kids. It's extremely like cyclical, where they bring you to one character, they sort of like do a little setup, and then they sort of like here's how it was affected by the clown, blah blah blah. And then they go to the next character and they do the exact same thing. And they go to the next character and do the exact same thing. That's about like an hour of the movie. Yes. Yes. Totally. And that, like that's like the that's like I would say the the middle. Uh, so you say it's an hour of the movie. So it's, it's like one third. It's like the middle fifth of the movie because the movie's two hours and fifty nine minutes long. There's one compliment, a huge compliment I will give the movie before. We get into saying other reasons why it was bad. The most critical and perfectly executed casting I have ever seen in my life was the casting of Adult Eddie. So Eddie is the kid that's very neurotic, that, mm-hmm. that that's uh, a um, hypochondriac, yep. and we would say he's going to grow up to be like to work in finance or whatever. He ends up working in risk analysis, which is even <laughs> perfect. more perfect. Yeah. Uh, he they they show him they first show him uh, as Mike is calling everybody to to do the worst version of the D two rounding up the gang scene I've ever seen in my life that takes thirty five minutes to get no them all. reason and they show him making the call to every single person Each and every, I'm like yo I got it show right. him dialing <laughs> once and then go from person to person right this should not There's, have you ever heard of a fucking supercut yes thirty five minutes. And 35 not the minutes haircut. And D2 yeah. did it with a supercut. Yeah. D2 just played a song and then had him go around. They even had time to like drown people in cement. Right. And it yeah. still only took like, and they did, like a, a minute and a half. They did, like, a funny little dance on rollerblades. Dude, they were taking it breaks. Great. They uh, went to the mall. There was Connie and Guy giving each other mono. Do you want to talk about D2 <laughs> instead? God. Uh, so they're going from person to person painstakingly as it goes. Mike calls Richie. Back to Mike calling Beverly. Back to Mike calling Ben. And, and Be- also, there's absolutely no variety in Mike's uh, calls. All the same he has thing. a script. Hey, it's Mike. Hey, it's Mike. And they're all like, Mike the fuck who? You were not like, that important in my no, life. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, like, you were like such a bland character in the first one. We are not remembering your character's name. Which, spoiler alert, biggest on the subject of Eddie, biggest spoiler in the world is that Mike is the least chill character of this group. Right. You would think that Eddie would have that locked down by a mile. But for those of you who haven't seen it yet, I will reveal the best casting in the world. Did you watch The Wire? Yeah, sure did. Ziggy, so man. Mike, or so grown-up Eddie is James Ransone, a.k.a. Ziggy. I 
let out it's something. Perfect. I don't know what I let out when they showed him. I was like, oh my god, that's so perfect. That's the only person who could have played this kid <laughs> growing up because he he's got all the freaking out down, and he really in like the first hour of the movie, he really lays it on hard to be like, yo. I am adult Eddie. He freaks out just as much, maybe even more than kid Eddie. He marries someone who looks like his mom, because if you remember in the first one, he's obsessed with his mom. Uh, At the end of his phone call with his wife, he says, I love you, mom. (laughs) Lots of classic stuff. That was a time in the movie where I was like, you know what? It's taken pretty long to round up these characters. But other than that, maybe we could be off to something here. Then they show uh, him getting... uh, Richie? Richie is Finn Wolfhard? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I knew that Bill Hader was in this movie. I should have known that he plays grown-up Finn Wolfhard. I gotta say, I don't like that, because that is going to go straight to Finn's head. And I don't know Finn. Randy says he is the sweetest kid in the world. I just... I got... I don't know, man. I got something against Finn. I th- I bet that he's a little... He's a little piece of shit. <laughs> That's terrible. I feel like I feel like Bill Hader's not not that much of a boost to the ego. I mean, like we love Bill Hader and Barry is is unbelievable, but I don't think that in the grand like public perception, Bill Hader's not like an A list. But you don't need to have to watch Barry to see Bill Hader as a huge deal. Like Bill Hader was like the very funny person for a long time. Yeah, but he was more of like a mercenary funny person. How so? Where like he where, would like, just he, like, be in every he would or, any but he would just be in everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he had bit roles. He wasn't than, he wasn't like a leading man sort of deal. True. Although he was in uh the to do list. That was oh. a good movie. He was in uh Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes. Got a nice little uh virtual he's fake great. blow job. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's great in Forget. But he's he's great in all those things. But I'm saying like mainly like I don't know what people think of SNL these days, but he was like okay, oh, he's man, SNL like, powerhouse. He's, right. Just, just an absolute monster. Uh, those are the the good things I have to say about the movie, and one of them was a bad thing that You're I right. think that uh, Finn Wolfhard is going to start like acting like a real hotshot now that that Bill Hader is playing him. Uh, I gotta say, one of the uh, the worst starts to a movie going experience that I've ever seen in my life. I think they like made up a, a new sort of dirty tactic. They had they went through all the previews, and then the movie started, and then before they played it too. They showed like their own preview. Oh, right. It was the fucking Harley Quinn preview. That's right. And they, that like, was annoying. They duped you into another preview. I knew I could tell that wasn't a preview though, because that uh, that that was a preview because it said DC. Right, but like still. But they did. They showed they like a did title like card the, and then balloons. Like and, once you go through like the whole like, hey, welcome to AMC, right. and they dim the lights and right. stuff, and they make like, the Coca Cola look good. Welcome to your feature presentation. That guy sitting in his seat throws popcorn all over himself. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay time for the movie that i came to see i hope that guy gets royalties man that guy is so important we've seen that guy's face forever he has uh he acts the shit out of throwing popcorn all over himself i don't know if i've brought this up but uh (laughs) have you noticed when you see a movie in like dolby they are in like the i don't know if uh the, the main theater we go to has it but the other theater i go to has like a dedicated Dolby, Dolby yeah. like two dedicated. There's not Dolby one ones. at the one that we go to. Okay, so it has two dedicated Dolby ones, and 
it takes forever for them to just show you the fucking movie because they are illustrating <laughs> oh, that's to you right. yeah. how much better it is that you're in the Dolby thing. They're like, the sound. And they show the screen and they're like, the screen looks black, right? Yeah, Wrong. It's like, this is what black looks like. And like they change the color of it. And I'm like, yo, I'm already here. Yeah, you know what it is? You, you know got my is? money. You know what it is? It's like It's like a car dealership. Where it's like the dude selling the car is just like, yo, check out how great this car is. Let me walk you through every single feature. And it's like, it's, I just, like, just, I just want a car. car. I just want a car. Give please. Me a car. <laughs> and in this case, you already bought the car. That's and like true. you're trying to drive it off the lot and get home. And it's like, whoa, before you go. Look at that other piece of shit car. <laughs> Isn't it cool that you're driving this one? Yeah, thanks for the deal. Okay, talk later. Hey, come over to this car. See how squeaky it is when that door opens? Not in your car, pal. You are in the car that you're driving. I know. It was. It is a. When I saw Blinded by the Light, that was a, they. There was like an eight-hour production about about how I was in the Dolby theater. And then you had to I watch said that piece of shit movie. I know. Yes. Um. So it takes thirty-five minutes, roughly. No, not roughly. It does take thirty-five minutes for them to gather everybody to say, "Hey." It's back. We said that we were going to come back. We're going to do this. And as they're doing that, they're like showing a lot of gratuitous uh, drain shots early on oh, in the yeah. movie. A lot of like so- someone walking down the street and they'll be like, oh, but there's a drain on that street. It's like, yeah, but like, this is a street. Yes. <laughs> and I know that this isn't going to lead to anything important. There's a, and there's a, there's a lot of dairy porn. There's a lot of like, hey, yeah. just in case you forgot, this movie takes place in dairy. Yeah. Uh, what I loved about when... Uh, so Mike gathers them all together, takes him 35 minutes, and they're all sitting down there at a meal. And somebody asks, uh, I think it's Bill. He says, I don't have great memory. I don't have my memory isn't that great of like the last time we went through this. And Mike says, something happens when you leave this town. A haziness. Me, I never left. So how does he know that something happens when you leave the right. town? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was like a lot of that going on where like Mike is all knowing and I'm like, yeah. dude, you're saying like, like oh people people who who left experienced this. How could you possibly know that? Right. If you have never left. It's a good point. It's Mike like, was like very, Mike is very pretentious. He's yeah. like, oh, I, yes. I know everything. It's like, dude, you are a townie. Yeah, right, you exactly. Have not yeah. left. <laughs> right. Like the only the difference between you and a generic townie is that you're wearing jeans instead of sweatpants. <laughs> that is it, dude. You are a fucking townie. Um there was a classic scene with the fortune cookies at this uh oh, yeah. when they were all gathered together. And they took way too long to figure out uh what the sentence was. Yes. And it was very clear. They were they they added fortune cookies and uh each of them said one word so they're trying to piece together what can it be and they're putting together in all the different orders and they're yelling at each other and the music's building up and they say what could it be what could it be and the whole time they're doing this i'm saying there's six of them and they're only using five let me guess who they're not whose voice they're not listening to the woman (laughs) and then beverly's like yo i've got one too she puts it in and it spells it out and i was like man some toxic ass bullshit. They're all just sitting around, a bunch of men yelling over each other. When clearly, like, you, this is a six-person thing, and you're ignoring the one that isn't the man. I don't know if that was put in there as like a commentary or something, but that stood out to me right away. I was like, oh, they're not listening to the girl. 
I just, I mean, it, it, what stood out to me is the fact that, like, they were all like, hey, something's going on. They were having this, like, 20-minute discussion about, like, how something's going on in Derry and things are up. And then, like, as soon as the, the fortune cookie thing happened, they could not put it together. Yeah. It's, like, very obvious. Right. You bunch of idiots. Uh, Mike, who's all-knowing as, a, like, the all-knowing townie. Yeah. <laughs> still like had no idea how this works all knowing Tony uh, Mike drugs one of his friends so because apparently there's uh, in the book there a lot of it is uh, about like Native American rituals and that's how they end up defeating it they go with a different one in this which is uh, to like harass and bully the thing so that was a an interesting choice to make. It was a very pro-bullying movie. Yeah, I'm not crazy yeah. about that. But um, during the... As Mike is giving like the, the Native American backstory to Bill... I'll tell you. If I'm remembering no, these names correctly, um, I'm a it's, stud. It's uh, Ziggy's character. Oh, is it? Yeah, I believe oh, so. Oh, because yeah. they, he would freak out the most about it. So, Eddie? Actually, no, you are correct. It is Bill. Right. And he's like, you yeah, drug me, yeah, you drug yeah, me. Yeah. And uh, you know what Mike says? Because he was like, what is this that I just drank? Yeah. And he said, it's uh, just properties. Midsommar Ooh, 2019. That's true. That that's is a huge true. Midsommar move, calling yeah. drugs properties. Yep. No, drugging somebody and then calling it pro- properties. It's like, yeah, stop, stop freaking out. You it's, just had properties. You know, dude, like, you, you're, not, you're now a homeowner. <laughs> I just gave you property. You are you just diversified the hell out of your portfolio. <laughs> it's properties. Um, okay, so now for the bad stuff. Yeah, now to the bad stuff. They uh, they used anti aging stuff. Uh, we we read and, and and we're told. I think I think Randy mentioned that like they yeah. they they uh, did anti aging stuff for the kids because they were worried that the kids were going to look too old, so they did that. Uh, shouldn't have done that shouldn't have done it it was so distracting the scenes in the bunker with the kids they dubbed in the voices to make them sound younger and they did stuff to their faces the face wasn't as distracting but man when audio and video aren't in sync i'm one of those assholes that gets so distracted and oh, starts freaking out and i don't like think you're an meltdown asshole i think it's a it. very normal thing like it's it's you cannot like once you see it it's right that's, yeah, that's yeah. the rest of that experience and especially finn scenes where whenever finn would talk the the voice was he just was very so, clearly the one who who needed the anti-aging more than anybody else because you you could just see looking at like him that it was weird his face yeah into like yeah. oblivion there was there's just it was so light and bright and white very very distracting so I don't know if anything happened in those scenes, if they did anything. I'll tell you what, I, I took a break during this movie anyway, during a non-pee time, because I was like, man, I know that they're they're going to end up fighting it at the end. So all this other horse shit they're doing, this big circle J that they're doing, doesn't really matter, because they're all going to come back and fight the thing at the end. On top of that, I don't even think I understand it. Oh, my God. You, I hate that you said that because it's in my notes, still don't really understand it. They keep saying, it, it's not real, it's not real, it's not real, it's not real. So just so ignore it's it. it's not real? Yeah. <laughs> like, I really just don't understand. Like, if it's not real, how is it, like, almost killing these kids? Yeah. Right. Like, and, like, s- sometimes I think it does kill the kid. Like, didn't it kill the kid in the funhouse? Yeah. It, like, ate the kid yeah. in the funhouse. It ate the kid under the bleachers. It ate uh, what's his name uh, in in the first one. So congrats Billy. to you, kids with your white privilege. It, it doesn't affect you, but it's affecting kids. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, right? I, like, I Billy really don't get stayed it. dead. Billy's uh, younger brother, Georgie. Georgie, uh, Georgie being dead. Yeah. Georgie might as well be Paul Walker because he's beast. dead. Yes. And they every time it happens to them, they're like, "It's not real. It's not real. It's not real." Like, good for you. Every time kids they say are that, dying. Every time they say that, Bill should Billy should be like, "Yo." Was for it's me. Pretty real for me. Yeah, was for me. I don't have a brother anymore. <laughs> I don't. I. I really don't understand it, and I'm sure that like this is probably gonna a- a- aggravate the the smart people who listen to this podcast who do understand. Fortunately, it. there aren't many of them. <laughs> right? uh, I'm sure it's gonna aggravate them, but like, hey, if I don't get it, and you just made a three hour movie, maybe you should do a better job explaining of it. Make, uh, maybe not do like 45 minutes of Mike. Uh, Going through his contacts and oh. uh, making the same call over and over again. Maybe do a little bit more explaining of how of how this movie works. How do we feel about how they did defeat it at the end? Because wh- literally, how they defeat it is they make fun of it and they call it names and they taunt it and like it's just legitimate bullying. And look, it works. This is a bad being that they're trying to kill. So uh, it, it was an ends to a mean. Uh, it was a means to an end, but. I don't know. If I have my druthers, I'm not bullying people. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like, a, hey, live long enough to, to or like die, yeah. die a hero or live long enough to see stuff become the villain. Yeah. All those kids, villains. Quick little detour. Uh, we're announcing we will not be seeing the Joker. Yes. Good for us. You ever he, heard? I'd like to applaud your bravery. Yeah. You ever heard of, uh, you know, just, you know, not being problematic? This movie is just inherently problematic. Uh, I I don't like the idea. And again, I haven't seen the movie, so I feel very good about passing judgment. Right. Uh, I don't like the idea of them celebrating and making an angry person who is destructive and kills a hero. And if there's one thing that we've known about the Joker forever is that uh, he's considered a good guy. Right. He's one of the yeah. good guys. Right. So well, I, we well, won't see the movie. I don't know because I'm okay with making making movies about good guys. Hmm. You can't make movies about bad guys. That's just the way the world works. So to clarify, that was what, like, idiots. He's a bad guy. <laughs> he's the bad guy. The bad guy that does the wrong things. They're not... Sa- I don't know. Haven't seen the movie, so I feel good about passing judgment, but I don't think there are attaboys during the movie for the Joker. <laughs> so we're abandoning this bit. We're doing like actual... In all seri- Right. Like, are you <laughs> kidding me? Oh, my God. It's so funny. Like, I understand like maybe the... Like, if you didn't want to see the movie because it's like too... It's too close to like some of the stuff that's happening today. Or like by you all means, see violence, whatever. Right. By all means... But don't like don't inherently or don't like immediately pass judgment and be like this is inherently a bad problematic movie because it discusses a uh, a bad character and it's people are like well it, I don't I don't want justification for a crazy psychopath murderer it's like well then don't watch the origin story of an actual villain <laughs> of a bad guy right? right like they're not they're spoiler, not justifying at some point <laughs> they get bad right? it's it, it's not justifying the Joker's actions it's giving they're you a bad background story of like and giving you some depth to a character rather than just being like hey this guy was dropped on the earth and he's bad and uh he's only his only reason for being here is so that bad guys can or good guys can fight him. i'll tell you what i bet that most people's reaction will not be 
uh, complete sympathy for the character. I would I think fucking they'll, hope not. Right. So, man, like, yeah, I was talking to it's someone the other annoying. day about it, and he was like, I'm just not going to do the internet with this movie. And I was like, why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of it? But it's so it's hard. It's not going to work. Like not that's that's to not going to work because you're going to see the takes and you, you're you probably going to like the movie. And No, I'll tell you what. I didn't I didn't want this movie. I, I was not excited for this movie. Now I have to see it to be like, I survived watching a movie and didn't become a monster. Yeah, and here and here's the thing. Like, if you if if anybody sees the Joker and then like decides that they're gonna kill people because they saw the Joker, guess what? The person was already probably a murderer. That's like the uh, the Bill Burr bit about uh, there was like a uh, there was like a a joke on a a sign and people said like take that joke down because it's gonna make people violent, and he's like. I don't think someone is like walking by that sign and is like, "All right, now I'm going to hit somebody." <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, like, it's it's crazy. Uh, I'm already annoyed about like the Joker blowback and the reaction to it. It's like if you don't want to see the movie, don't see the movie. That's fine. And if you think that this movie is is like doesn't really have a place at this point in time in society or whatever, right? That's fine. You can have that take, but don't go out and say that like this movie is bad or like bad for society and like make and cast judgment on it without even seeing it. Oh, that is well that that's like the biggie. The and, and Green Book got it big time with like I can't believe you you said that Green Book was a good movie. Well, have you seen it? No, right. but okay. Well, unfortunately, like, you you'll you'll have as good uh, as valid an opinion as mine once you see it. Right. You can't have takes on the act. You, you can have takes on the content of of like the movie uh, or like the sort of like the premise of the movie, but you can't have takes on the content of the movie and what it actually portrays before you actually see it. Yeah, fun times. Fun times on uh, on the old net. Um, <laughs> Beverly and John end up together. John? Beverly and Ben. Yes. I was like, oh, is there a John now? Beverly and Ben end up together. They have a nice little kiss underwater. And I got to say, I totally could not follow that love story because I was pretty sure that her and Bill were maybe flirty. Yeah, they definitely were. And they kissed at the end of the first one. So they Bill? Had, yeah. So... So then she ends up with Ben, though? Yes. Okay. But Ben liked her in the first one. Oh, they, right. There was like a sort of love triangle going on there. Ben wrote her the note. She thought it was Bill who gave her the oh, note. Oh, right. She kissed Ben. Right. Or uh, Bill. And so like this I'm is... I'm sorry. This was all lost within seven hours right. of total film. So like ultimately, it just becomes the heartwarming story of about how like the, the fat lo- kid can, can get the girl... As long as he loses a bunch of weight and becomes a very rich architect. Right. Total problematic. Like, uh, we think we're sending a good message and it's sending a horrible message. Look, the 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 underdog won. It's like, well, that guy's in way better shape and looks better than that guy. It's the You Belong (laughs) With Me music video where Taylor Swift is like the nerdy, quiet type and she's just trying to get the attention of the boy she likes. And then at the end, she like makes herself traditionally hot and then gets him yeah. or Sandra D at the end of Greece. Like all this story has been told so many times by people who are like, man, doesn't this just warm your heart? It's like, no, it's <laughs> telling people who are outcast in any way that it will work out for you. As long as you stop being who you are. <laughs> right. I, I, they did like, they like really played that up that it was like, wow, the underdog kid, he won. 
He won, man. He nailed it. Also, like he, so like he just like grew up and got married. Is that like the big <laughs> victory? <laughs> Tell you what, like a lot of people do that. That was. I had an issue with that. I also had a problem with uh, the like the most. And and Randy pointed this out too. Is that like uh, the most like emotionally sort of like fragile character in this movie uh, was played by the guy from the Old Spice commercials? Who Mike? Who's my, oh right right right, yeah. right 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 it's the guy from the old spice com- spice commercials who like stands around in a towel and he's like now this now this now this the most the goofiest commercials in the world yeah well I mean it, it really was a a real motley crew they rounded up for yeah. this movie went like all over the place with like like highly regarded actress comedian uh, guy who was in a few episodes of How to Make It in America, but for sure is just known as being the guy who snaps and shoots people in the wire. Mm-hmm. Guy from the Old Spice commercial. It really it really tickles every fancy you, you could possibly have. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, this is how I watch this movie. And I'm increasingly doing this for movies I don't want to see. Uh, I don't have a term for it. Back rowing may be what I call it. But I sit in the back row... And I treat it how I used to treat watching The Walking Dead when I was at home, which is I'm just hanging out and I've got this on. I can be on my phone. I can check emails. I can do whatever I do. Like I, I was like I was getting a lot of stuff yeah, done. It's very productive session that because I knew that you don't have to follow everything at that because right. it's all going to because I, a, I'm not going to totally understand it anyway. And B, it's going to end with them all fighting the thing. Like, what do I like? I. I still saw that there was a Stephen King cameo. Oh, real cool. Man, that movie was so stupid. But yeah, uh, if you want to do that, and if you want to be on your phone, and you want to be uh, potentially distracting, just hang in the back row, especially if nobody else is in the back row. It was lovely. I had a nice time. I took a break. I went and got chicken tenders after I had already walked in and gotten a snack before the movie. Uh I said to the guy as I was getting the chicken tenders, I was like, man, I am getting these out of boredom right now. And he was like, oh, no, man. Hey, like no, no judgment here. And I was like, yo, well, what's what's your story? You want to want to hang out for a little bit? <laughs> and like I just like talked to him for like five minutes. We talked about like movies and video games and stuff. I don't even like video games. I just needed like anything other than Jesus. watching that movie. Uh yeah I mean anything like I was very disappointed that there wasn't much from Bill Skarsgård in this movie like he was fine but the clown itself was barely in this movie as far as I can remember like not until the very end I feel like there wasn't anything the one scene that I remember like Bill Skarsgård really like being like the creepy ass clown yeah is uh the one with the little girl that's about I, all that I remember. I did uh, hear that reaction from somebody else that um, that uh, Pennywise wasn't in the movie. Right. Yeah. Like it. I, I really did feel like he wasn't very much in it. And that's disappointing because I thought that, one, I mean, like, when you think of it, you think of Pennywise. And right. two, Bill Skarsgård was really good as Pennywise. Yeah. Like, l- l- let Skarsgård sing. That's my take on any situation with a potential Skarsgård. Right. And so that no was... No pun intended because uh, Stellan Skarsgård is one of the few that doesn't sing in Mamma Mia. Ouch. He doesn't really dance either. No, but he, he does, just he does, does like stuff the with hip- Colin Firth, and that's right. fine by me. Yeah. I, you know what they chose? That we've definitely broken this news. They did that because they didn't want to... Uh, they didn't want to dance. 
Nope. They, the, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. They were like, yo, can we just do that instead? That way we don't have to learn how to do anything. It seemed like those guys really mailed it in. Oh, yeah. And yet they still made it. the ultimate movie. Yeah, yeah I love it. Uh, so, yeah, like, I, I think that's going to be my biggest takeaway when I come away from it, too, is just that, like, I, I needed more Pennywise. I needed more Bill Skarsgård. They didn't really let him... They didn't let him loose. And I felt like it, too, was was mostly about, like, the adults and just basically, like, them trying to comprehend, like, the entire, basically, like, the scheme of it. And yeah. they tried to figure that out, and I still wasn't able to figure it out after watching it for three hours. Yeah. Uh, it was a bad movie. Didn't like it. Fortunately, never going to have to see it again. There, there oh, can't be is, a third. This is for sure zero uh, percent a movie that I will ever see again. How could, it's three hours long and it's not good. Stupid, bad movie. It sucked. You all did a bad job. Shouts out, Ziggy though. Good to see you again. Hope you're doing okay. Love you, bud.